Oh, we for, forgot to go live. <laughs> now we're live. Wow. <laughs> I, go, I, I looked oh, up there and I thought, what the heck? Yeah, Sorry about that, folks. But anyway, I'm going to start again. again. Good evening. Welcome to Bobcast. I'm your host, Bob Mercer. Oh, With us is always out in <laughs> Marktown Circle is, is our tech, IT tech, Mr. Rick Sawyer. Got a, got so, a fire I, I'm gonna guy. go through the birthdays one more time because we were not even live. We were just well, talking. We, to, now, we were talking to Chad. That's what it was. <laughs> so my cousin Steve White turned 55 three days ago. Happy birthday, sir. Carlos Martinez, my cousin out in California, his birthday's today. Tammy Smith, Norm Harris from Vienna, their birthdays are today. My sister-in-law Pam Shamblin from down in Jackson County, her birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday, everybody. Um, Ryan Martin, stepson of a friend of mine, Mike Brown, uh, won states last year at Parkersburg South High School at, in the 138-pound weight division. And he received a scholarship to, to wrestle at Fairmont State, and he won the starting spot at 133 pounds. And um, last Wednesday was his first collegiate match at Washington, Pennsylvania against Washington Jefferson, which he won. So great job to Ryan Martin. Always great day to be a patriot, and it's a local local young man done good. And which brings me to the second one, which I just got finished after I realized we weren't even live. Uh, my buddy Jamison Garcia, fourth grader at Madison Elementary School, daughter of my my friend at work, Jay, uh, Jamie Garcia, one of the dispatchers at nine one one. She got a GPA award Friday, and. We're proud of her. She's a good kid. I mean, just very polite. Her and her brother, John, they come up um, while they're waiting to be picked up. And they're just the, just the best young people. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you, Jameson. Thank you for doing well. Um, if you have any, if anybody has any announcements, birthdays, anniversaries, your child did something, even if it's, uh, you think it's great, let us know about it. Send it to Rick and I. Our information will be on the uh, on the podcast uh, sites. Um, so yesterday we had um, our 50, 50, I think fifty fifth. Um, it's a like our Thanksgiving. Our grandparents were married. My grandparents were married Thanksgiving Day, nineteen thirty seven. Started this. Um, started this get together and it has been carried on for many years um, they have since passed away as have my mom my uncle bob and my uncle dave um, but we had yesterday my aunt charlotte my aunt debbie my uncle richard that's my grandparents that's clarence and betty smith just two of the greatest people in my world they are the reason one of the reasons why i am who i am that man over there he is just amazing Everybody knew him as Smitty. He was a truck truck driver for OK Trucking. He was an absolute just great guy. And they taught us everything about family, love, togetherness, forgiveness, respect, you name it. And it's still carried on today. And I'm so proud of my family. And I, I talk about my family a lot. Because, you know, my wife, my kids, you know, and my uh, aunts and uncles, nieces and nephews, brothers and sisters, cousins. Great people, and I love them to death, and we miss them, and we carry them with our, in our hearts every day. And um, 
there with us when we have our dinners and they're always mentioned there's we had a remembrance table yesterday of everybody that has passed on my, oh by the way i meant to say my cousin bobby smith from indiana illinois or from indiana and illinois had a birthday i believe it was a couple three days ago and i would be amiss if i did not mention him great guy happy heavenly birthday to you sir so rick do you have any of them other two pictures that were up or do you, that's some of the crowd um i had already left um you can see oh, most of their pictures so good well you can see most of the most of their pictures at the post office under the u.s marshal um but that's just not even not even a tenth of the people and uh so you know i love him to death and rick the other picture please this is my uncle richard my aunt debbie my aunt charlotte and my aunt sandy they're the elders of the family and we love them to death not that my aunt debbie would ever admit to that because my aunt debbie will always be you turn on wipeout rick turn on wipeout my aunt debbie becomes 18 years old oh my gosh <laughs> tears it up tears it up so we have it every year and you know y'all want to come up minute you hit the door your family so that's all i got there so here's what we're going to do like i told you we have mr chad conley son of a great friend of mine mr roger conley um who was on last week chad's chad's running for board of education and chad's going to introduce himself tell us a little bit about himself and he's going to um oops he's <laughs> he's going to uh you know, kind of give us his views on what's going on. Um, most of you know that I am running as well. I'm not running against Chad. We're just kind of running, running. Um, so Chad will, you know, Chad has agreed. If you have any questions, text them to me, Facebook them to me, text them to me on my phone, or just jump on the Bobcast. And so without any further ado, 12 minutes into the show, the eight minutes of it, we were running we were just talking to ourselves. I'd like to introduce to you, Mr. Chad Conley, candidate for Wood County Board of Education. Avon Cern, thank you for being on the Bobcast. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Uh, so tell us a little bit Chad, about yourself. I'm Chad Conley, I'm running for the Board of Education, as you said. Um, I'm married, been married for almost 13 years now. Got two kids, actually three kids. I got a stepson that old grown and on his own now but um got a little girl at six years old or not six got a little girl that's 14 that started at parkersburg south this year in the ninth grade and i have a little six-year-old boy that just started uh first grade at mineral wells elementary so i feel like i got skin in the game because i got two kids that are in the education system so exactly exactly, exactly. I'm, I'm very passionate about education i spent 25 years in the army i just retired last year thank after, you for your service sir thank you thank you after i retired i um I became a substitute school teacher for Wood County, which I recently resigned that in protest of some of their policies and procedures. So I'm not doing substituting anymore, but I'm passionate about education and that's why I'm running for the Board of Education. Uh, there's a quote from uh, actually Nelson Mandela said it, and I believe very firmly in it. It's that education is the most powerful tool that we have to change the world. And um, I think the left has been using that for a long time and us conservatives are a little behind the eight ball on that so we need to get caught up and absolutely 
get our kids back to being educated in arithmetic, science, reading, English, and things like that, instead of some of this indoctrination woke programs that are coming into our school, like critical race theory and things like that. But, um, I'm running on three main uh, three main pillars. My platform is uh, first protecting the children, protecting the innocence of children. I'm sure you guys know that there's been several of us that's been in a battle with the public library over the last year or so about some of the books that they've got in there. And uh, those books are all, some of those books are also in the school libraries that we found. And uh, we've actually challenged one book that was removed from Parkersburg South and um, got more that we're looking to do. South, you know, the Board of Education says that they don't have critical race theory in our schools. Well, they can say that because it's not part of their curriculum, but we'd recently found out that there's a book in the Parkersburg South Library called the 1619 Project. I'm sure you guys are aware of that and what it's all about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm planning on getting a hold of that book and trying to challenge that one to get it out of there as well, because that is blatant critical race theory. It, it might not be in the curriculum, but it's in the libraries and available for the kids to see. So that's one of my big things that I want to, I'm running on is to protect our kids from being exposed to this kind of thing. Okay. Uh, Another so what, thing that I'm running on the biggest thing. What do you think is one of the biggest issues going on in our schools today? Right now, um, I think the transgender stuff is really becoming a problem. Uh, parental rights is definitely a problem. Um, they're starting to get some of these community health centers connected to our schools and kids go in there and they can do stuff without parents permission or knowledge that they can go and talk about talk to a uh, talk to a doctor about transitioning genders or talk about abortion care and things like that there's just there's just a lot of a lot of things with parental rights and parental freedom over the last couple of years we fought the mask issue the school board forced our kids to wear a mask for way too long we, exactly. finally, won, we finally won that battle and got got the mask off of our kids but i'm not really sure that we won't have to fight that again in the future and that's what it looks like it's coming down to it looks like it is yeah and uh, so, um, like another thing, I'm, I'm all about education and not indoctrination. That's another thing I'm running on. We got to get our kids back to reading, writing, and arithmetic. Get away from some of this woke ideology that's going on. Um, yeah, I think we need to teach our kids uh, personal personal skills as well that will help them in life teach them how to maintain a personal budget, balance a checkbook, how to teach them about investing fundamentals and things like that that will actually help them yeah. in life other than exactly. made, made, feel, made felt guilty because they're white and their great-great-grandpa 200 years ago might have had a slave or something like that. I heard a thing the other day on the uh, governor's, um, oh, my God, debate, sorry. I apologize. West Virginia is number 50th in math. Yeah. 49th in eighth grade English or something yeah. to that effect. Yeah, our, our educational statistics in West Virginia are horrendous. And uh, it's something that the Board of Education is, I don't like currently is they like to brag that they're top four in the state in reading, math, and science. That's like putting lipstick on a pig. It's We're fourth in the state, but our state's 50th. And even though we're fourth in the state, we're still what, less than 50% proficient in most of these subjects that they're being assessed on. And we really need to find a way to get back to educating our children 
improve these test scores. Well, you know, I had a, I went to a uh, candidate, uh, Ray Eubanks, who's running, okay, for, yeah. running for council again. I, I was at a, his kickoff the other night mm. and there were some people there who gathered around. They started asking me questions about, you know, my thoughts on the board of education, why I was running and stuff like that. You know, I, t I told him, Chad, I and I don't know what you think, but here's, here's what I think. You could take a rattlesnake and talk a seven-year-old into believing that's one of the most safest pets in the world and hand it to them, then they're going to regret it. Exactly. My opinion is, first off, this is stuff that only the parents need to be talking to their kids about. It It is so annoying when I hear people say, well, you know, they're they're not talking to the parent. The parents are the most important link in the children's education. That's and exactly if you, right. If, if you cut them out, you've lost them. Yeah. And that ain't going to happen. No, I, I'm I know. Not, I'm sure I'm you're on the same happen. page there, sir. Oh, definitely. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I was just, you know, I was just talking <laughs> to people about this, but go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Hey, Bob. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Go ahead, Chad. I'm sorry. Um, there's a couple other things that I want to work on with the Board of Education. Something that I think will help yeah, tremendously is um, if I get elected, I want to work with state legislators on getting the Board of Education races to be a partisan race. And people are Republicans and Democrats for a reason. And currently, the Board of Education, it's a nonpartisan race. And Democrats and liberals can hide behind the cloak of that nonpartisanship and get elected because a lot of times people don't do research on the candidates. I was going there, see a name and check it. Kind of, kind of name recognition type thing. Yeah. So I, I think it would help tremendously if our board of education races all across the state were a partisan race that people, the way people will know when they go to the polls, you'll have a Republic, have an R or a D by your name and they'll be able to make a more educated decision based on their own beliefs. Hmm. Well, that makes perfect sense. I mean, if that that would give people more insight, you know, a lot a lot of times, and, and something that just we would never, and you could ask your dad this, I'm sure, and I'm sure you probably the same way. When we were in school, we didn't talk back to the teachers. No, no, <laughs> and there was no violence because we knew what was going to happen if that happened. Yeah. The, the the teacher should never be exposed to violence, ridicule. Um. And they should have every tool they need. I don't know how true it is, but I was told that the teachers have to buy a lot of their stuff. I don't, I don't know. I, I believe that is true. That's silly. That is that, that is just downright silly. Yep. Because the teachers are doing a job. They should have the tools to do that job with. Yep. And it's pretty common enough. for our kids' teachers to send notes home requesting parents to donate supplies for their classroom paper pencils crayons right. Right. whatever because it's not part of the school's budget for some reason and the parents have to buy that stuff teachers have to buy that stuff now my granddaughter my granddaughter riley she uh she's going to glenville she's going to be an early education teacher kindergarten okay. so i'm i'm just kind of interested to see what it's going to be like you know i mean i've talked to uh, i've talked to several of the uh the board members and um, you know, I mean, they're good people, I think. Yeah. And 
they are there, you know, and I've talked to them about critical race and one of them in particular, and I'm not going to say who it was, but they said, not as long as I'm here, we're not. Yeah, but it, and, it's in there, whether they want to admit to it or not. It's, it's not part of the curriculum, but they've got their ways of getting it in there. We, we, the, the, we have a major problem. We, we have all these um, high tech jobs. Our kids need to be starting now and all the way through their education ready to step into these jobs yes and and stop the distraction Mm. with this stupid woke critical race don't tell mommy and daddy that is one of the dumbest things i've ever heard don't tell mom and daddy yeah no I, i i am so far against that because like i told you parents are the biggest link in the education of other children i agree and we have to do something to protect protect our kids i mean i uh when i'm on city council as you know yes and we went we had talked about these books that you were talking about oh somebody put out the mercer manifesto showed nazis burning books and i I, and they said i was embarrassed because of the public outlash or backlash public didn't backlash only those who only those who wanted it to happen. And two things, Chad. First off, I have to value your opinion for it to affect me. Right. So, no. And secondly, half these people I don't even know. They don't know who I am. And it's all I can do to... Um... All right. All right, Chad, I got a, I got, got a uh, thing for you here, sir, if you got a okay. moment. Sure. Sally Smith puts, Chad, can you speak on the social emotional learning they are incorporating in the school? Um, a little bit. Um, I'm not extremely knowledgeable about it, but I do know that there's been a big push in this social emotional learning. And a lot of that is tied to critical race theory as well. But, um, with the social emotional learning, um, I think a lot of that comes from uh, whenever the kids were out of school during the pandemic and COVID, and then they went back to school and they had to wear masks and they were forced to go a year without seeing another kid smile or seeing their teacher smile. And I think a lot of that um, led to some of the mental issues, mental health issues that kids are having. And um, as far as the social learning, social and emotional learning, the social aspect is just where they're trying to bring in the diversity, equity, and inclusion and all that kind of stuff. It's, uh, it's there's a lot more to social emotional learning than just social emotional learning. It's a it's a huge broad topic. There's a lot involved with it, and it's definitely something that I'm going to look into and work on if I get elected. Well, the kids, the kids, young kids, look at the face of their parents, the teachers, the other kids to socialize and to recognize and to see their reactions to different things. And if you have a mask on your face, like you said, Chad, you you can't see any of that. Mm -hmm. And that has put, that's put them so far behind. And um, I agree. I mean, there's another issue with the mask too, Bob. What's that? You and I both wearing hearing aids. Half of my hearing is being able to read somebody's lips while they're, while they're talking. Mm -hmm. And if you got a mask on, I can't hear what you're saying. I'm sorry. I can't. Maybe there's a purpose behind that, sir. Huh? 
I said, maybe there's a reason behind that. <laughs> so anyway, Jan Pickering says, yes, teachers should not need to buy supplies for their students. So why do the state legislature support school vouchers for private schools that bleed funds from the public schools? That might be a Roger, Roger question. Yeah, I'm not sure on that, but I can say that I'm a huge supporter and huge proponent of school choice. Even though I'm running to be on a public education board of education, I support a parent's right. If they want to send their kid to a Christian school, a private school, if they want to homeschool them, I think they should be able to do that. And I think, um, I believe that each student in Wood County, the uh, county is allotted about $12,000 per student approximately to pay for their education in the public school system. So I think that if they parent decides that they want to send their kids to a private school or use an alternative means of education, that that money should follow the students so the parents don't have to take out a loan or whatever to pay tuition for their student to go to a private school. My brother Russ says the money they save on having teachers buying their own stuff, that needs to be, they need to be looking at the lunches and stuff like that if they're going to, you know, save some money. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But, I mean, there's just so many things going on. And, and you know, the children, and everybody knows this, the, the children are the future of this great nation. Mm -hmm. And we have to. It's imperative that we we catch them at a young age, teach them correctly, let their, not us, their parents and the teachers. And it, the parents should have total transparency about what their kids are I'm sorry, what their kids are being teaching. That's good. Rick, that, thank you. <laughs> that's that's why taught. we need better. That's why we need better education in this county. <laughs> yeah, something else that I'd like to work on if I uh, go ahead, like, sir, is that um, the parents that they have, they like we talked about, they're the number one link between the kids and their education. And um, I want to work on a policy and maybe uh propose a policy if I get elected that will help keep parents informed of what's going on with their kids in school. And um, I want to make a policy that says that if a student goes to school and they tell a teacher or somebody else in the school staff that they uh, want to trans transition to another gender or they want to be called Sue instead of Bob, then within three days, that parent has to have written notification from the school of the child's request. And I think that uh, the same goes for disciplinary actions. I've got a friend that had a student that got detention and the uh, school sent the sent a letter home in the mail addressed to the kid about his um, detention. Didn't address it to the parents. The parent had no idea that the kid was in detention or whatever. So as part of that policy, I also want to propose that anytime there's any kind of disciplinary action, whatever it might be, how serious, whether how serious it is or not, that the parent needs to be notified within three days of that disciplinary action. There's far too exactly. many things that go on in our school that our parents don't know about and they need to know about. Well, I 100% I, I agree with that. And I also think that, um, that again, I mean, I'm not saying that the parents can just barge into the school and, you know, right. there, there's ways around it. But I'm saying that, them, like you, them parents need to be, kept in the loop and i'll tell you a quick story and i'll let you continue and I, we're just kind of bantering back and forth here because you got a lot of good points uh, my daughter told me that my my middle granddaughter she had to get permission 
to get her medical records and her she had to get Riley's permission. I'm like, what? What happened to parents are responsible for their kids up to the age of 18 years old? Yeah. And why in the name of anything that's good, would you have to have your child's permission to look at their records? Yeah, I've been told that too. I've heard What's that. up with that? I mean, yeah. I don't get it. That's definitely something that needs to be changed. Well, you know, I there's just so much happening and, and our kids are already distracted enough. I mean, I've heard stories about, and I, I don't think it's happening here, uh, but just I read things a lot. Kids who want to be um, identified as cats. Yeah. All right. Yeah, my opinion I'm, on that is if a kid goes I'm to school and wants to be dressed up as a cat, then we just need to take them down to the Humane Society and Chad, your them. mic's off. <laughs> can you hear me, Rick? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Can you hear Chad? I can I hear you. Yeah, you're can fine. You hear me? Uh -huh. Bob's Bob's headset came un unplugged again. I'm I'm getting me a new headset. There go ahead. Go. Sorry, Chad. My Totally went dead. Uh, um, what was I even saying now? Lost my train of thought. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry. We don't have instant replay, so I can't. We were talking. We're done talking about medical records, or we? Oh yeah, yeah. That's, we we yeah, were I've on that, that story thing, too. On that same absolutely point. ridiculous that a parent would have to have permission from their 11 year old child to get their medical records from the school. That's definitely yeah. something when we was talking about the furries. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. 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 If a kid, I think if a kid goes to school and they want to dress up as a cat, first thing that needs to happen is they just need to take the kid out of school and take him down to the humane society and treat him like a cat. Well, what, what to do with kids it's who identify as an animal is where you left off. Thank you, Amber. The cat thing that is a uh, Jan Pickering. Thank you, Jan. That's a QAnon conspiracy lie. You can't quit repeating it. You can quit repeating it anytime now. Okay, I'm sorry. I I just read things and I read it a lot. It's not something that I just read once. Uh, I have a daughter that goes to Parkersburg South High School, and she has told me that there are furries at Parkersburg South High School. Okay. But I haven't seen it firsthand. That's what my daughter's told me. So that's I, I mean, I don't have any reason to believe that my daughter's lying. Okay. Amber says there's a girl at Kroger. Well, let's not do that. Yeah. So Sorry, Amber. I'm just not. I've seen I'm, we're not going to create any issues for anybody, but we're just talking about education, our children, things that we need to do. Keep going, Chatham. You know. It, um, it's something else that I would like to do as far as school safety goes. It's something that I'd like to work with legislatures on again as well is to propose some things, propose some legislation that will allow properly trained teachers, if they choose to do so, to carry a firearm on school property and uh, sporting events if they deem necessary. And I've heard people say, your teachers already have to spend money on school supplies. So why are you going to make them go get training and buy a firearm? Nobody's going to make them do that. It's going to be their choice with my proposal. If they get, if they have a concealed weapons permit and they take the proper training classes, then they should have every right to have a weapon on school grounds to protect the kids in the event of something terrible happening. And my policy, the teachers aren't actually going to be carrying weapons on school. I'll have 
it's part of the uh, proposal that there will need to be a safe in the classroom if the teacher chooses to have a firearm. The weapon will be put in the safe when they get to school and only taken out in the event that they need to defend their classroom. All right. Well, there's, um, th there's, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Um, okay. All right, Jan. Jan says the litter boxes are there for children who are cowering in the classrooms during the lockdown if they need to relieve themselves. That's the solution. Okay. But, uh, you know, there's there's a school in Indiana. Uh, I went to an APCO conference for a 911. They were talking about safe schools. And this place, there's a button. I mean, the teacher, the principal has button that they can hit a button. It cuts off certain hallways and it has cameras. I mean, I, I pray to God it never comes to that because, you know, yeah. our kids, we have to protect our kids. And, and no matter what, we have to protect our kids while they're in school because a parent sends their kids to school. The teachers do the very best job they can. Mm -hmm. And that needs to be that's something they should not ever, ever have to worry about. But in today's world, it's hard to tell. Yeah, it, it's sad, yeah. but it's true. Well, yeah. I, my, I take my little boy to school every day and drop him off. And as soon as I drop him off, I give him a hug and a kiss and make sure he knows I love him. Yep. You just never, ever know what's going to happen. Exactly. Well, Bob, Bob, you and I have talked several times about uh, the lack of responsible emergency response planning in this area. And the the powers that be seem to have their head in the sand and the, and the mantra seems to be, well, that's never happened here. So it can't ever happen here. Well, God forbid that it ever does, but we need to, in order to stop the bad guy, you got to think like a bad guy, mm -hmm. period, you know, and, and our, our leader, our, our officials at all levels here just aren't doing that. They're just not. So what's your thoughts on, um, chat about school consolidations there's closing this school I'll, I'll tell you mine real quick i think it's going to bite them but i think it's going to come back and bite them but that's just my opinion what's your opinion on these schools? yeah I, I think it's going to come back and bite them too i i know that they use the uh thing that what county's population is declining and stuff like that as a reason for school consolidations right but, uh, i don't know I, I just think it can cause it's going to cause a lot of lot of problems if we have any teachers on what's your classrooms look like teachers i mean are they overcrowded um or what's going on with them tell tell us what's on your mind with that what do you think about that i mean do you do you all see an increase in class size and is it harder to teach nowadays or what's going on and, and what do you think that members of the board of education could do to make lives you, you guys is better lives better and the kids is life better um in school uh, let us know that. Let us know your thoughts on that, um, because I, I, like I said, and Roger or Chad said the same thing. Sorry, Chad. That's okay. Keep, keep calling you Roger. Uh, you know, I think it's going to come back to bite him eventually. Um, maybe not next year, or maybe not in five years, but I, I think it eventually will. But the the whole main thing about what we're doing, everybody, is is the fact that we are. You know, we, we want to keep we want to make sure our kids are ready to step step into the leadership roles in the city, the county, the state and the nation. I'm not sure that that's happening. I mean, 
I'm just going to kind of breeze over this just for a minute and go on. You can see what's happening at our major institutions now with uh, with Israel uh, and uh, Gaza and stuff like that. I'm not going to dive into that a lot. But look at the amount of people that come into the United States and that are here and they're protesting for, which is their right. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to hear that's their right. I, I understand that's their right. But it's not their right to cheer for terrorist organizations. And that's my opinion. And if you're offended by it, I apologize. But I don't think that we should allow these people are there to learn not to protest terrorist organizations and stuff like that. So with that, I'm going to move on because I don't want to open up that can of worms. It's very sensitive for Rick and a bunch of other people I know. And so I'm not going to do that. But I just wanted to point that out. We, they're there to learn to take their place in society, not. Anyway, go ahead, Chad. Sorry. Um, yeah, something that uh, we talked about earlier was uh, you talked about need to, from the time kids go to school till the time they graduate, be pushing them towards being able to step into the workforce, go to college or whatever they decide mm -hmm. to do. It's, the way we have to do that is we got to replace CRT with CTE, career and technical education. Not every kid wants to go to college. Not every kid's an athlete going to get scholarships to go to college. So we really need to uh, push options to the kids and let them know that they can go and have good, lucrative careers. Being a member of a pipe fitters union or being a carpenter, being a plumber. Uh, people make very good money in these absolutely jobs, and I think the schools do a huge just this uh, disservice to our kids by not really letting them know the options that are available to them other than just going to college. They've taken out. I know when I went to Van Devender, it was junior high school at the time. I'm dating myself. Um, it was junior Van Devender junior high school. We had, we had shop class. We had mechanical drawing, home ec. Uh, the high schools had typing shorthand. Mm -hmm. They don't have that stuff anymore. No. And, I think they need to bring, like you said, Chad, bring it back and 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 like you said, let these kids know that. Look, if you don't want to go to college, that's fine. If you want to go to technical school, you're that's absolutely awesome, absolutely yeah. awesome that you want to do that and step into it. Some some things you do, you have to have college. Some some things you do, you don't have to have college. So it's going to be an interesting it's going to be interesting to see the next few years chad what's going on with education around the state and around the country yeah. and i mean I, I i'd like to see you and i both be a part of at least trying to make a difference in, yeah, in our local area you know i'm a city councilman and i i always say you know what i don't care what they're doing in in washington dc we need to take care of us right yeah we need to take care of parkersburg vienna williamstown mineral wells we need to take care of all these places let them do let's see sally smith says i'm not sure if this was mentioned but children need to be taught government civics amen absolutely 
they need to understand the city, county, and state government, a basic understanding of the tax system and how it impacts them. And they, and, need, they need to have a basic understanding of the Constitution so they know their rights and they know the government's responsibility. Exactly. Because, see, the, the, gov- the, the Constitution was not made for the government to control the people. Exactly. The Constitution was made for the people to wrangle in the government when they got too big. Yeah. And these people are just like, that are our leaders. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Jan Pickering. Technical training is certainly a viable option toward a career. I'm not sure that Wood County has dropped that ball. Yeah, we do have. They, you're right, Jan. They do. They've, they've, um, they've got the big technical center up at South. Um, but we need to make sure that the kids know that. And basically, what I think we mean is, you know, you don't have to go to college if you want to become a pipe fitter. All these things are always going to be needed, Chad. Yeah. Electricians, plumbers. Uh, technical people, uh, computer people, all that stuff is always going to be needed. It's not. I have, I have a young friend who graduated just a couple of years ago, and he elected to become a welder, mm-hmm. and he's making more money after two years than most college graduates with a bachelor's degree, and he has no student loans. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, I I I think that it's going to be an interesting. An interesting conversation coming up. Um, I know probably after the first year, Chad, correct me if I'm wrong, sir, that I'm sure we will be involved in several meet and greets and yeah. meet the candidates and yeah. public forums on what's your opinions. Um, and I'm looking forward to that. I'm sure you yeah. are too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm actually uh, having a town hall in Vienna on November you. the 30th at thank the uh, Vienna Community Building where I'm going to be discussing some of my viewpoints and concerns about the uh, Board of Education that I'd like for teachers to come to that service personnel that work for Wood County Board of Education. I'd like for anybody that has anything to do with our education system to come so they can give me their ideas and their thoughts on what I can do to help make their jobs easier and better. That's the whole point. Make the teacher's job easier. They should never, ever be subjected to violence or intimidation. I can guarantee you, I'd have been out the door if I'd have, and my if my mom ever found out that I was smart and a teacher, uh oh, yeah. So yeah, we have to get a grip on it. I mean, you know, a lot of this stuff. I'm really not sure how much of it's in Wood County and in our state, mm-hmm. but it, there's no place for it in the education system. Our children are too valuable, valuable of an asset to the state, to you know, have them distracted and have the teachers have the teachers worrying about, well, am I going to get hit or am I going to get pushed or is a family member going to come in and scream at me? And no, if you got, you know, that's it should never be that way. There's always a way to handle something. Right. And I, I, I think that we need to make sure that some I mean, I know a lot of these schools. It takes an act of Congress to get in. And that's great. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely that's absolutely great. I mean, you have to, you have to, they want to know why. And I think that's just the best thing I've seen in a long time. So, so what else can you tell us, sir, that you want to make sure that everybody knows what's going on with, with uh, Chad? Um, I think I've really discussed most of my main points. Uh, 
it's something I talked about the town hall that I'm going to have. That's something. Now, what time is that? Like what time it's, is that, Roger? It's going to be or from chat. seven to seven to nine p.m. on November the thirtieth at the right, community n- building. All right, we'll put that on the podcast for up until it'll be on the calendar and the podcast.net. And that way to remind us, if you have, you know, let everybody know, pass it on, let the teachers know that it would be great to have the teachers there to talk about their concerns. Parents talk about their concerns Um, because we we absolutely and most everybody knows I'm running for board, like I said, and I'm, I'm just so worried about the way things are headed and 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 the stress and the stuff that our children and you know, young people are under nowadays. I don't know if I can do anything about it, but I want to try to make a dent in what's happening yeah. in our in our county, um, and you know, try to try to make some sense out of why everybody wants things to be totally this way. It, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And I, I've always tried to. I've always thought I considered myself a very sensible person, and I've had a lot of people tell me, you know, hey, I'm glad you're running because. Uh, and I hope you get it. And a lady mentioned your name the other day. I hope you and Chad both get it. She said, and and that's fine, you know. Yeah. And but I, I just want there's going to be a lot coming up. There's going to be more people coming in on the Bobcast to talk about what they're going to do, and you know the things that um, they think. Um, we'll try to get some state reps in to that are running. I like to get some 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 of the governor gubernatorial candidates to come in and talk um, again everything here is going to be on our websites and afterwards it's on every every podcast site that you have uh, Spotify iHeart everywhere YouTube everywhere the the Bobcast will be there so if you miss some of this go but you can go back and listen to it and you can see Rick and I talk talking to ourselves just with Chad until I looked up and realized that we weren't even live yet. I'm like, what the heck? I thought we were because usually when Rick takes us out and brings us back, that automatically takes us live. But somewhere along the line, that didn't work. So, well, Chad, listen, buddy, we appreciate you, man. We appreciate, I appreciate what, you having me on. We appreciate what you want to do. And, uh, you know, looking forward to the upcoming, upcoming um, political season to see what's going on. Um, and so if there's anything anybody has, they want to talk about, if we said something that offended you, please let us know. We'll talk about it. That's not the whole point of what we were doing and what anybody was doing. It's just the fact that we need to take care of our kids. And you all know that. And we need to take care of our teachers. We need to take care of each other more or less. And, but our teachers are valuable. The children are valuable. The parents are valuable. Those three are, are the, the links in the chain of education. And I told a lady the other day, I said, you know, you, you don't give birth to children, raise them, send them to school and say, okay, now it's your turn. That's not how it works. And I, I don't, I would hope I'd never see that in our school system that, okay, now it's your turn. I'm done. I raised them till they were five. Now you, 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 because it's a, it's a group effort. It is a group effort. Everybody has to be on the same page. Everybody has to work together. 
and everybody has to make sure that our kids are given the very best education and a chance in life that we had. I mean, wow, I, I, I could go on forever about growing up and going to school and, um, you know, Rick, Rick talking about Rick talking about taking a covered wagon across to the school. I mean, uh, <laughs> yep, had, had to had to walk through three feet of snow uphill both ways. Well, Chad, we appreciate you again, sir. And anytime you want to come on between now and, the, you know, um, same with your dad. That man's so full of knowledge. Yeah, blows very my smart mind. man. It blows my mind. I, I, I absolutely enjoy sitting and talking to him. But at any time you feel like you want to come on, let me know. We'll we'll work you in. And uh, we appreciate you. So we'll let you go. We got about 10 more minutes. And we got a couple things we need to clear up here. And then we will be done. Thanks, sir. All right. Thank you. Bye, Chad. Thank you, Chad. Bye. Yes. All right. Interesting guy. Very interesting. Very smart guy. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, so if you have anything you want to say about tonight's episode, please let us know about it. Uh, thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim Hendershot. Great show so far, Bob. Good to hear from Chad. Yes, it was. Um, Chad and I are pretty much, I mean, that's the first time I've ever met him, I believe. I may have, but we're on the same page. I mean, seriously, I, it just blows my mind. If you have any comments, go to the comments at the bobcast.net or send something to Bob at the bobcast.net or Rick at the bobcast.net. If you have any, anything that, you know, you want to say about tonight's episode next week between now and Thanksgiving, Rick, what are you thankful for? Let us know what you're thankful for, you know, so for next week's show at our regular time at 630. Let us know what you're thankful for. Let us know the things that mean the most to you. What triggers you? What, you know, what triggers me? Evidently, <laughs> evidently Rick brought it to my attention subliminally. <laughs> I just can't help it. I just, I, I just absolutely believe in what I believe in with the children. I, yeah. I, I'm not saying we, we take over. I'm just saying that the parents are the most important link in the chain. Yeah. Well, that old song that says that you're in our future is absolutely correct. Yep. You know, exactly right. 30, 35 years from now, some high school kids going to be president. So. Yep. Exactly right. And they need to know everything that needs to go on. And it's kind of a learning process. I know when I became a city councilman, Rick, it was a learning process. Well, yeah, sure. It's something that you just don't, do but um next year is my last year for city council and uh, if i get on the board of education fine if not you know everybody well what if you don't get it what if you don't get well, then it's not meant for me to be there and are our board of education I, meetings open to the public yeah mm -hmm. we ought to and start we ought to start putting the times and places up yep we can do that we can do that uh, well I'll, I'll have debbie or somebody give it to me yeah, good. and we can we can put them up on the, in that way, and they're they're I think they're at six, because you know I, I thought about going to some of them before the council meeting, because they're the same day as council, and you know because I want to see how it works, and I I want you all to understand that that they're 
everybody on that board of education is there for a reason because they care. And I don't want anybody to think that we were, you know, that, that I think any different because I don't, I, I'm, you know, I, I know that they do the very best they can with what they have to work with. I know I do not, I do not like people and it's their right to do it. Calling me a crook city councils lining their pockets with our money. Wonder where mine's at. So I, so by no means am I, am I blasting and, and I'm sure Chad's not either. It's just, I think we need to change. We need to change the climate all the way around next, next year, right after the first year. And I'm going to, I'm going to announce this now. So you guys will know about it. I'm having what's called a summit. I want the mayors of each city, county commission, council, board of education, teachers, local, local business. Why do I want that? A footprint for the city of Parkersburg's future. A blueprint for what we need to do to bring our city back to where it used to be and get rid of all this drugs and homelessness and crazy stuff like that. That will be after the first year. I'm going to be working on it and I will keep you all informed on what's going on. And I, uh, I appreciate everybody being here tonight. We had several people and we had great, great, um, interaction here in the chat room. And I appreciate that. Um, so I just want you all to understand again, like I said, you know, there's going to be a lot of people on here. You may or may not agree with them and that's fine. That's, it, that's, it, would, it would be a very boring world if everybody all agreed. Thank you. That's the way to do it. <laughs> You're welcome, Jan. Thank you very much for the back and forth. I appreciate that. That's what makes this all, that's what makes the Bobcast worthwhile is everybody chatting back and forth together for common purpose so rick i think i'm i'm about done sir um, since we are actually live and i wasn't just talking to myself but you know i did a good job of talking to myself yeah then you look up and you see go live and you're like well, I I yeah. <laughs> so listen again what are you thankful for let me know let rick know what triggers you what what is it that thoroughly just irritates you and not to call you out on it because we want to know, we want to know what, what people think and what they're thinking about local government, county government, state government, federal government. We want to know. That's why we, that's why the Bobcast was brought forward so we could tell everybody what's going on. Uh, so it, it doesn't have to be government. I mean, it can be things that aren't government too. So right. exactly, exactly. We see what's like, happening. Like the city council lining their pockets with all my money. I hate you. <laughs> oh, no doubt. I'm not allowed to say that on the air. <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, folks were in trouble. Inflation's out of control. Gas is finally, eh, it's 305. I'm thought. Where'd that come from? Groceries out of this world. Just everything. It's just ridiculous. We, we need to get a grip now. 
We need to get our kids acclimated to step into their role as leaders in this, in our area. And if that's what I want to do, that's one of the big things I want to do is our kids. And, and I have, I have a lot of good people that know what they're talking about. And yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in tonight. I want to thank Chad. Um, see, they're having a town hall meeting November 7th at city hall on a opioid issue. They're looking for public comments. Thank you, Sally. I, I'm a city councilman. I did not know that. Very good. Huh. It's right before council meeting too. So I know I'll be there. That'd be good. So thank you, Sally. We appreciate that very, very much. Um, listen, again, anniversaries, birthdays, a kid done good. That's our big thing. I, I, I absolutely loved doing uh, Ryan Martin and Jameson Garcia. Loved it. Why? Because you're, yeah, me neither, Becky. I do not like our nation capital being overrun. You're exactly right. So th th these are the reasons why it is important. Parents, teachers, children, the links in the chain work together. Thank you, everybody. Have a very wonderful night. We'll see you back next Sunday at the regular time. I will be putting on this week, Rick and I, who will be on for next week. Um, we're going to try to get all types of different um, people that are thinking about running. Well, you know, last week we had James Hendershot and Roger Conley. Roger's running for county commission. James is running for my seat on the city council because I'm, like I said, obviously running. For, so, you know. Uh, if, if you're, if you're out there and you're thinking about it, come on, let, let me know. Let's bring you on. Let's talk about what you, what's on your mind, what you think. Um, again, if you have any comments on what we said or what's been said, let me know. We're, and, uh, you're not, you're thing, not if, if you don't, if you don't agree with us, let us know. We'll bring you on and we'll have a discussion about it. Exactly. All right. There we go. Everybody have a great evening, family and friends. Love you guys. Uh, you're the best. We appreciate you. Have a good night. See you next week at 630 on the Bobcast. Take us out of here, Rick. All righty. Have a good evening. See you, buddy. I got to go to work. <laughs>